Hello, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Today's episode is, to put it bluntly, very rich in content because it's about money. We're going to be talking about the history of money, what money represents in today's society, some of the pitfalls, how money can cause pain, a few ways to build a healthier relationship with money. I actually had to journal after I proof listened to this episode because so much came up for me. So we're excited to get into this one. I'm sure there will be follow-ups. I already have tons of questions that came up after I listened to this episode a few times. Money's no joke. Money is no joke. We need it to survive, but if we give it too much power, it will eat us alive. So it's a very tricky subject, which is why I was eager to have this conversation. If you enjoy this episode or any of the other episodes that we put out, then please share them to your social medias, send them to people that you love. We're now also on Google Podcasts, so we're on three platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you want to send us some love, give us some feedback, suggest topics for future conversations, then please hit us on Instagram. You can use the link in the show notes, send us a direct message. I check those daily, and I'd love to hear from you all. And lastly, before we get into this episode, let's all take one collective inhale together through the nose and start today's episode as we exhale through the mouth. Hello, welcome back. I'm again here with my father. Hello to you. And today we're going to be talking about money. Money is something that's been coming up a lot in my therapy work lately it's definitely something that's come up a lot in the past for me but i'm forever refining my relationship with money let's talk about money from the beginning let's talk about what really money is okay can we talk about that yeah okay so let's talk about what is money originally we were trading you had chickens so you had eggs and i was growing oranges and it was we would trade you give me some eggs for oranges and so forth we just go to the market and do this trade as time progressed we realized that it's kind of silly that carry around all this stuff so we had gold coins or silver coins to replace that so we gave some value to this metal this precious metal and that was instead of carrying the actual product now for many 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 years we used those coins and then we realized that we can actually, coins are heavy and hard to carry and hard to produce and expensive. So we went with pieces of paper. So there's a piece of paper that's value is one cent, but it's got a hundred dollar printed on it and you can buy something for a hundred dollars. What is that? It's an agreement between us that that's, this hundred dollars are worth something, right? Take it forward. Credit cards come in. Now it's just a piece of plastic that you just walk around with and you can just give it to someone and some, some, some data is working from one point A to point B to say that it's okay for you to, to purchase something. Yeah. And now we're going to crypto <laughs> and transferring bil- millions and billions of dollars across the, the world in seconds. It's all about our, an agreement. But at the end of the day, what is money? What is money if you really look at the basic, you made eggs, I made oranges? It's basically like a, an agreed-upon exchange of time. It's energy. Money is energy. You think about money as energy. Hmm. If you think about money as energy, it all makes sense to you. I put energy in growing oranges. You, made, you put energy into having chickens and eggs. Mm-hmm. So now you go to work and you put energy into a company and the company is paying you with money for your energy. You buy something you pay for the energy it took to produce it right it's really all an exchange of energy energy exchange energy exchange something built took a lot of energy to build it will be expensive building a car takes many people's energy you have to ship it you have Mm. to 
drive it, you have to bring it to somewhere. So it's a fifty thousand dollars worth of energy because <laughs> so many people have to be paid along the way. Yeah, you know, uh, an apple maybe less. It's going to going to cost you twenty cents because it's less energy, and so forth. It's really energy. Huh. All right. This is why if you can look at it as an energetical exchange, then services, then things that you do, things that are worth money, you should really judge by how much energy you put into them and what energy you want to pull out of them. And there's a moment that you get enough energy from it. And when you go beyond that, there's something else going on. You're putting a lot of energy or trying to collect a lot of energy to get something back, some sort of appreciation some sort of a missing piece in you that you hope to cover with that energy exchange and you're chasing it. Hmm. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's deep. Because I mean, I do a lot of like video work for people. And so I'm putting like my hard work and time and energy into the video. And that's why when people come in with really low budgets, you know, I've been doing it for long enough now where I'm like, it's not it's not fair to me. Like I won't put in, I know for that price, I won't put that energy in. So think about what does that really mean? That they're not valuing me. Which means? That I'm not good enough? It's about your own self-love and self-value. I, it's so, about your self-value. Yeah. If you value yourself at X, you want X for your time. Hmm. If you don't value yourself, then you don't take, you take X minus five, minus a hundred. Hmm. I don't know. And the thing is, it's a got to do with our own value in the world. Now, what do we pay a doctor for then? We pay for the seven years that he went to school and all the experience, that he, all the sacrifice he had to do mm-hmm. and all the nights and all the stuff he had to, you know, maybe 10, 15 years of, of training. Now we go on and, and pay doctors a lot of money because they, yeah. they'll save our life because they have that technology and the ability to do it. But they, there's a huge sacrifice on their part. They never stop lear- learning. It's, it's a lot of pressure and we're paying for that, for that energy. Right, so there's a value in it for us because it does something important. That's so interesting. I mean, it's I feel like it's coming back to self love again. I think about it as money is energy, right? It's and what you said, you know, a few minutes ago, self love. When you when you know how to charge someone appropriately for a service you do, it's it really comes down to self love. So maybe it's part of the reason why I feel like I need all this money is because I'm trying to fill that gap inside me with of self love with money. Like, could it be? Could that? Is that a fair? Connection to me? There's something there to look at, like, why do you feel like you need it? What's missing in your life that that number will make it better? What's missing in your life? I mean, in the basic needs, like, I'm getting to the point where, like, yeah, I want to start thinking about having kids and a, and a wife and a family, and I want to be able to support them. You've supported me really well. And so I'm, like, trying to continue this lifestyle that I've grown up with. And that's very reasonable. You want to have a home. Right. You want to have a decent car. Yeah. You want to have food on the table. I want to pay for my kids to go to, you know, but, get good education. But is that enough? And that's the thing. Well, recently what I've realized is like I used to have these grandiose dreams of yachts and freaking penthouses and all that. And I'm just realizing like more and more as I go to therapy every week how that's just not a healthy expectation for me like and i i just it's it seems like more and more empty i just feel like that's not where i need to aim you're right like i my goal should be more what i do instead of my goal being to get to a yacht and a penthouse my goal should be to enjoy the journey like of every single day doing something that i love but i still have these moments where like 
you think about the yacht. Yeah, so I think it has a lot to do with re- the relativity concept. Like you compare yourself, we compare ourselves a lot. Yeah. So they did a study. They interviewed people here. Not you know we in the Silicon Valley area, right? So on the hills here, Los Gatos Hills, Los Altos Hills. They did a survey for a bunch of families, and then they went down across the bay to the East Bay, to uh, Newark area. You know, Fremont, and took a neighborhood there, middle class neighborhood, maybe lower middle class neighborhood and did it the same question you're there the question was how much are you making and are you happy with your income hmm. so average income on the hill los altos 250 to three hundred thousand dollars a year Whew. average down below at the, down at the at the bay 80 to 100 who do you think was happier in the bay i would imagine why uh, they have more in their life that they value besides money? No, the guys on the hill were looking at the guy the house mm. across and said, he just have two Teslas, and I think he just <laughs> bought a private plane. <laughs> and the other guy said, yeah, but this guy is about to buy a yacht, and this guy is right. actually buying this whole big piece of ground there and going to build a bigger castle. Mm. They keep comparing themselves to this thing. Yeah, like when my buddy was uh, telling us that story last year about when he you know, walked into the yacht club and realized like there's always a level up of richness. Like you, the guy that took him to that yacht club was already like super wealthy. And then the and second, he admired him. And he admired him. And then they walked into the yacht club and he saw that all of a sudden it was... He was the last guy on the totem pole. Yeah, he was now at the bottom of this new club and he was like, it never ends. He's like, he realized he walked in and he was like, it never ends. And those people are at the bottom of a class for an, a richer group and a richer group. And he was like, wow, I just realized that you'll never win that race. Christian is why I've been running in that race. Well, okay, that's a good segue because I wanted to ask you this. Obviously, I haven't made the money that would get me to the point where I'm like, ah, you know, it didn't bring me happiness. Like I'm still fighting for my to, to get my place in the world. You made you made money. Like you showed up here in this country with no money and you made, you know, tons of money. You had like multi-million dollar businesses and you, you gave it up at one point because it didn't make you happy. Like you you literally chose a life of service over continuing these like multi-million dollar businesses. Like what what did that feel like? What happened when you got to that place where you made? I mean, tell me you didn't want the money before. You probably felt just like me. Well, I was. I bought the American ID of more is better. I adopted this this idea of if you're really rich and really wealthy, you should be. You're going to be very happy, and everything's going to be great for you. And and yes, in the beginning it was exciting, and I was able to buy a home and a nice car and a boat and maybe vacation home. And, and after the vacation home, I was thinking, okay, uh, what's now? A bigger boat? A bigger home? A bigger car? Yeah. Um, and Did I, it feel I, good? And actually, I, I thought something was wrong with me because on paper, I was the American dream. Yeah, rags to riches. Right? Like you. <laughs> yeah, and, but I didn't feel good. And I thought maybe something's wrong with me because it just it didn't feel fulfilling. Something didn't didn't click. And I walked around thinking that maybe I'm depressed or maybe something completely wrong with me. Until I started working my going to my own therapy and looking at what was really important and realizing that connection with people was so much more important. That you know, I would plug in forty five minutes an hour coffee or lunch with someone to see someone doing work and then running so, back to so my much business. I realized the friendships are so much more important than than what I was doing. And my life started having a different balance. And, and I remember the whole thing about about the five pillars, right? All of a sudden, I give community more. I gave mm-hmm. I gave my body more. You're out I of gave, balance. I was completely out of balance. I was chasing this thing. I always said that I thought I was building an empire and I realized I was building a jail. 
can, can, uh, wait, can I you get out of it? So can you talk more about that moment? Because I think that's really where I'm super fascinated. Like you had so like you had me and then another kid and another kid and you were starting to get all these expenses and like there must have been some anxiety about like will i be able to provide like that's a lot of responsibility so when you started to make money to support us like that had to feel good that had to bring you stability like what did what happened what did you feel when that feeling started to go away like what what was that like well it's more like i started to think what is enough like why am i chasing these huge numbers you know, I had seven companies, 350 employees, and I was chasing, you know, I want a, a dynasty. I was chasing this kind of a legacy. This like, what am I doing? Like, I asked, I had to ask myself, why am I doing it? Because when I really put myself back into this balanced place, I realized how much I really needed. I needed a home, a modest home. I needed a modest car. I needed a um, uh, some saving for you guys' college. Make sure that. You know, I have things invested for my retirement, and that's about it. I mean, what else do I need? Cover your Why do I need a private jet? Why do I need a golden watch that work, you know, that's cost $50,000? What is that doing for anybody? It's right. Good. Why are you aiming for these, like, insanely, you know... And it wasn't easy. You know, my ego was fighting it. I, do, do you remember? I had to sell, I sold my Porsche. Yeah. And I bought myself a station wagon. I remember that. And I got rid of my suits, and I started wearing jeans People and ask me, and Snooks. Like, people ask me if my dad was okay. They're like, is your dad okay? He looks... Uh, my employees asked me if I was okay. If the, uh, or the business. Is the, the business company okay? <laughs> are we okay, boss? I'm like, why? Well, you... Things are changing. I said, do you have an issue with me? you think there's something wrong with that you want to talk about with me? Less respect or whatever? Because I needed to bring in the nicest car, the nicest suit, the nicest watch, the nicest sunglasses, the best haircut to the driveway so you know that I'm somebody. I'm just making a statement here. Don't mm. mess with me. I'm a rich guy and I'm very, very good. So don't mess with me. And I realized everything collapsed in front of me. Mm. I realized that it had meant nothing. Wow. It meant nothing. Really, what was I had to go back to my heart and, and go in there and use that as my authentic self and not all this bullshit uh, facade yeah. to try to impress the world because that's the work. That must have been so hard to let go of all that stuff. I mean, your whole life you've been chasing this thing and you're right there. Like You could have easily kept going. You could have easily... I mean, I guess maybe you were starting to feel the, the toll of the imbalance on I your body. I could have kept going, but I may, I may have paid a really dear price. I don't know if we uh, would have had this relationship, Sean. Yeah. I mean, our relationship got so much richer when you started focusing. I remember you started listening to old music from your childhood. You started photography again. You started painting. You started going into nature more often. You started taking more time off. I got to spend more time with you. We would have such deeper conversations. And your brothers. I, I got so much closer to all your brothers. And basically, <laughs> I, I'm so grateful for that because do you know there's the book about the, the five regrets of the dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was sitting with the bedside so nurse, was sitting with all the... Uh, nurse, palliative nurse that was sitting with people that were dying. Right. And she realized, mostly men, she was realizing that they're all saying basically the same thing. Very similar stuff. I'm so sorry I worked so hard. I didn't spend time with family and friends. I'm so sorry I lost old friends. I'm so sorry I didn't, did, didn't do the job or the profession that I wanted to do, but I listened to society and did what they told me to do. They basically lived someone else's life. Exactly realized they had lived someone else's version of their life and they got like that was the regret that was the biggest regret was exactly so it wasn't authentic something unauthentic took over and they lived some sort of a 
image or vision of, of, of success. And when you, when you are closing your eyes for the last time, you don't think about how many buildings you owned and how nice of cars you drove and, 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 and what, how nice of a watch you were wearing. None of that matters. Well, you know what matters is who you loved and who loved you. How well did you love? That's it. That's mm-hmm. the essence of life. And if you really come to the deep understanding that that is what's going on, then money is just a, a way to sustain your life. If you have a roof over your head, food, you, you can pay your bills, then you're okay. The, the, the rest of it is, is, is a gift. It's just yeah. a beautiful gift that you're alive and you can be in connection, you can be in a loving place. And who needs all these shiny things? They're not creating any more love for anybody. Yeah. And so I guess through my realization of that, I've started to like redefine what success means to me. You know, I thought success in the past was like booming business and making my parents proud and being able to afford anything I wanted. And, you know, very recently, since I've like honed in on this with my therapy, I'm realizing success has such a different definition. Like success to me is, like you said, connection, it's purpose. But I'll say this, like when I started to break down my old definition of success, I felt a little lost. It like I was slipping between indifference, like not giving a fuck, like not caring and like content, you know? So life is like a pickup soccer game, pickup basketball game. This is what life is. It is a game. Think about you pick a pickup basketball game in the park. You show up, we couple your bodies and hey, you want to play a game? Yeah. Yeah. So look at those guys, let's 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 try to beat them. There's no league. <laughs> there's no league, there's no medals, there's no awards but you still want to play your best game right you still want to find your buddies you still want to do the best you can there isn't so you want to play this life thing the best possible way but you don't want to lose everything else while you do it so i think that the problem if we come back bring everything back to the beginning is why do you people chase it is because they lost their way people lost their way they forgot what's important and to chase there is a huge prize there is a personal price you're paying for chasing that kind of money. There's no way that you can make a lot of money, piles of money, and not have some sort of a... Some people, you know, they're lucky. They just had a short job. It was exit or, yeah. or they, they, I don't know, they won the lottery, whatever. It's, that doesn't make him happier anyways. But I'm talking about most people have to work really, really hard and for it. a sacrifice. It's a huge sacrifice of your body, your time, your connections, your, your family, your people that you love. A lot of people will tell you that. The divorce rate in Silicon Valley is ridiculous. You know, I thought it was 40 or 50%. I don't know. It's really, really high. I mean, that's so powerful. Basically, you're saying that it's just this tool that we grab onto to try to, like, help us. Uh, you know, we're lost in the world. And it's this thing that's going to, like, take us to the promised land. That's kind of, like, the way I feel about money. It's like when the more lost you are... You know, like the pirate ship goes by the sirens and everyone on board sees like their biggest temptation. Like, that's what I feel like money is. It can turn in. It's this energetic thing that when you let your imagination and your ego grab it, it can kind of shape shift into this thing that will fix all your problems. Yeah. And the modern world is very ego driven. Right. And the ego mistaken appreciation and love to money and chasing that. And oh, if I be a billionaire, and people really appreciate me and love me for who I am, yeah. finally. It's like this quick fix to all of our problems. But, I mean, it's so inspiring to hear your story and to have grown up under you and see how you tried to use money as a band-aid to make you feel better. And you got there and you were even worse than when you started. 
and you realize maybe not worse than where you started you had a lot of stability but you realized that there was a lot missing from the story that you had bought into yeah i, I think that it was it, again it, it got me comfortable that was great it was kind of fun to be able to do things that i couldn't do it was great but it was a moment there's an and you reach to a certain point a certain number that beyond that it's just a chase it's gonna it doesn't do much for your happiness it just doesn't hmm. um i'm not i don't believe anybody that tells me that because they bought a yacht they match up here in their life i yeah. just don't believe that unless you i read this book i think it was by jack cornfield the, the peaceful heart or something and it says there's nothing wrong with buying a ferrari if you love the way the car looks, the shape, the speed, the architecture, the design, if you love all that, that's like your passion, your calling, then a Ferrari is great. But most people don't buy a Ferrari for that reason. They buy it for status to feel better about themselves. So like I'm thinking about the yacht. Like I'm sure there's people who can buy a yacht and get a lot of happiness from it. But if you buy 10 yachts, it's not going to do much difference after that first oh, you need one. the biggest yacht. The, the biggest yacht. You need the yeah. mega yacht, the yeah. $250 million one. Yeah. I want to I want to just reiterate this little point that we talked about, which is, I, t- I work with a lot of younger people your age, yeah, and uh, people that are starting work. You know, work with young therapists and people that start small businesses, and a lot of people that do service, they don't want to do it for money. They want to do it for the heart as yeah. well. So sometimes it is the opposite piece where right. they don't charge enough, and that has to do which is not appreciating themselves enough mm-hmm. or not loving themselves or not seeing the value in what they bring. Mm-hmm. And that is important not to go the other way with it and just completely disregard your value and don't charge enough and then maybe put yourself in a financial... A starving artist. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. You, you really want to find what's right. You know, I, I started, I didn't need it. I didn't do this work for the money. But I'm realizing that I'm putting a lot of energy into it. And yeah. it's not fair to me. And it's really not fair to the clients of mine that I don't charge them enough because they need to pay enough for it in order to appreciate what they're getting out of it. Right. Right. So there's that Skin exchange the that we have, yeah. to, we have to remember that paying for something is also appreciating for what you get. And that's going to close the loop. It's a closed loop that it's needs that to be taken. Energetic loop that's got to... Exactly. It needs to be completed. Yeah. I love that. I mean... That was that was good for me. It was a little money therapy session that I'm sure. And raise your prices for your videos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and energetic loop. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for this conversation, and thank you for you know instead of chasing the money and the smoking mirrors, spending a little more time with me when I was growing up. Because I'll say, from a son's side, it meant a lot to me. You went for the connection with your family instead. You did enjoy the boat, though. (laughs) On that note, we'll see you guys next week.